latest on plans for the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. Hello everyone, welcome to this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. In the coming days, the IOC Coordination Commission for the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo will hold one of its final meetings ahead of the Games just over a year from now. This latest COCOM meeting comes on the heels of the Sport Accord Convention in Australia earlier this month. At that meeting, we heard some Federation leaders complain about how their sport was being handled by Tokyo organizers, seeking some changes, some modifications to uh, how they're being staged. After billions in cuts to the budget, some of the pain appears to be spreading to those sports. 33 sports in Tokyo, a record number for the Games. At the same time, interest brisk for the first round of ticket sales in Japan. Test events are about to become a near-weekly occurrence on the calendar in Tokyo. And coming up in July, the one-year-to-go mark will bring a spotlight of attention on the Summer Games, the second ones to be held in Tokyo. Joining us via Skype from Tokyo right now to talk about all of this and more is Masa Takaya, Chief Spokesman for Tokyo 2020 and a veteran of the campaigns in the past decade to bring the Olympics back to Tokyo. Masa Takaya, welcome to Around the Rings Radio. Hello, thank you very much for the introduction. Uh, first, uh, you've got the IOC visitors coming to Tokyo for their, for their latest, uh, latest visit. Uh, what is Tokyo 2020 expecting from this uh, co- Coordination Commission meeting? Right. Uh, we, we have the various items on the agenda already, but uh, uh, whenever we receive the delegations from the IOC for the inspections, we always receive a great feedback from the team. So uh, we are confident about uh, meeting or even ex- exceeding their expectations for this time around, for sure. Uh, we will do our best uh, to work closely together with the team next week. Now, will they get to visit any any of the construction, any of the projects underway in Tokyo? Yeah, as always, the uh, COCO meetings are composed of their uh, venue site visits and uh, lots of presentation and discussion sessions. And on the first day, uh, we are set to visit um, uh, some of the venues for the uh, on-site inspections. Uh, including aquatic center, um, uh, as well as the um, Kanu Slalom venue, and finally a a a, a recently opened Yumenoshima Archery Park. And how's the uh, national stadium going? Looks like it's it it looks like a stadium when you see the pictures, and it seems that uh, very advanced in its work. Uh, yes, the uh, stadium construction is right on the schedule. Uh, the new national stadium is due to be finished uh, November this year. So uh, it's uh, already uh, uh, nearly a, a six months to be completed. So yeah, we are absolutely excited about uh, seeing the every single development of the construction project. Yeah, as I mentioned in the introduction, the sports federations in meeting at Sport Accord in in Australia earlier this month uh, raised some questions about how their preparations were were being handled by by Tokyo. Excuse me. Um, The the question came from from judo, um, which was sort of interesting given that judo has a 
has its history based in in Japan and is 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 a very important sport there. Just overall, how has has Tokyo reacted to the comments that were made by the summer international federations? Right. Um, yeah. On the at the ASOF meeting, we received various feedback from those uh, international federations on uh, various items. Um, but in the meantime, uh, the discussion keeps going on. Uh, we haven't been we haven't been able to finalize the uh, some of the elements on the uh, sports preparation. So, in that respect, uh, we keep discussing with those federations. And also, if president uh, also mentioned at the general assembly uh, uh, some of the topics um, covered. Uh, during the meetings uh, will be once again discussed at the uh, COCO meeting next week. So um, the discussion keeps going on once again. But uh, uh, what yeah, we can tell you is that, uh, go on, sorry. I was going to say, are these, are these questions, these concerns that the federations have a, a result of the budget cutting that you've had to do over the past few years? Um, yes. Um, you know, Tokyo 2020 has been making our best effort to uh, uh, cut the budget wherever possible. Uh, while uh, we are also uh, observing uh, some of the uh, possible cost increase in um, in key areas. So, uh, in order to achieve the balanced budget and uh, in order to maintain the uh, level of the budget within the uh, uh, already announced um, version three budget, which is a uh, US 5.6 billion dollars, uh, Japanese 600 billion yen. Um, we uh, we need to keep um, we need to keep making our various effort to uh, control the budget wherever possible. But in the meantime, it's always uh, we need to consider that. Sports has to be at the heart of the game's delivery. So in that respect, um, the continuous discussion uh, needs to be made. The heat in Tokyo has come up as an issue, um, and it's kind of no surprise. People who know Tokyo know that the weather can be very warm in July and August. Uh, what, what, what has th- this concern done to... You're you're planning the preparations for Tokyo in this in this last year or two to the games. Is is there going to be substantial work, uh, uh, substantial measures introduced to uh, address uh, to address the heat problem? Right. Um, we are uh, we are not optimistic about this issue, um, particularly as we observed a um, extreme heat weather last year. Uh, we saw a, a, a record temperature in uh, in uh, in a large number of areas in across Japan last year. So, in that respect, we are not optim- optimistic about this issue. The Tokyo 2020 organizing committee uh, already knew that uh, this would be a um, critical issue for the games everybody. So in that respect, we uh, already established a um, internal task force 
attended by uh, representatives from uh, different functional areas to address this matter. And in the meantime, uh, the uh, issue of the heat cannot be solved by the organizing committee only. Uh, we've been working closely with the uh, Tokyo Metropolitan Government and the national government to work on this issue for a long time. Uh, last year, we already uh, released uh, some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, countermeasures on heat. Um, it was a, a mid-term report, uh, including some of the key initiatives, such as um, uh, we are planning to set a shade in front of the uh, security checkpoint, so that we be, we would be able to protect spectators from the direct sunlight uh, when they are queuing in front of the security. Uh, we are also planning to set a lar large cool fans in the same areas, uh, which will be able to contribute to uh, reduce the risk um, around the heat issue. For the uh, another unique initiative is being uh, managed by the uh, Tokyo Metropolitan Government and the, and the national government. Uh, we are, uh, those uh, two uh, government authorities have been implementing a um, uh, uh, heat proof road, road surfaces in the city center for one, more than 100 kilometers, which is actually covering the entire marathon course. And that's going to contribute to reduce the um, um, temperatures of the road surfaces, which is also contributing to reduce the air temperature. So overall, uh, we've been working together with the Tokyo Metropolitan Government and the national government. And another uh, mid-term report uh, will come uh, later uh, during the summer. One of the ways you're compensating for the heat in particular with the with the marathon races for it to begin very early in the morning, 6 a.m. Uh, that presents all kinds of interesting uh, challenges and, and, and complications. Uh, for example, volunteers and staff and organizers of the race have to be up very early, probably about midnight, to get ready for the race. Um, are there... Are there complications like that that you're having to deal with because of the heat? All uh, right, um, moving moving the uh, competition time is actually another uh, initiative uh, for the uh, countermeasures on the heat. So uh, we've been discussing uh, on this matter, particularly with the international international federation, and we decided to move the start time for the marathon and race walk um, from the original time to uh, 6 a.m. for the case of marathon and 5.30 for the case of uh, 50k uh, race walk. Um, for the, for, uh, we, we all know that um, there, there is a, a logistical challenge to start uh, those competition in, uh, from the such early time, but uh, uh, we've been uh, working together with the city authorities and um, public transport authorities uh, to figure out how we will be able to set up the um, operational condition. 
uh, in order to deliver the, uh, those uh, spots. Transportation, in particular traffic, uh, reducing daily traffic volume is one of the other uh, key challenges ahead in this final year of the Games. The Coordination Commission Chair, John Coates, uh, mentioned this to me a couple of weeks ago when we last talked about what's happening in Tokyo. And, uh, you know, he says uh, still more work needs to be done reducing traffic volumes, daily traffic volumes, by about 15%, he said, is the target. How's that work coming? Yeah, um, as we do not have the uh, Olympic Park like the uh, traditional Olympic Games in the past, uh, the venues are being split in the heart of the city. So in that respect, we have a a unique challenge in terms of transport. So uh, in this respect, our uh, transport team is uh, working on the uh, promoting the traffic demand management um, for the uh, success of the efficient uh, delivery of the transport, games transport. Uh, This summer, uh, we will conduct a uh, test for this um, traffic traffic, uh, demand demand management system by working together with the city authorities and uh, business communities uh, it will be crucial and important for us to receive their support from the uh, business communities to offset the um, road traffic, to, the road traffic, particularly during the uh, rush hours uh, in the morning time and evening time. So uh, we are uh, absolutely uh, we we are planning to conduct this. Uh, test uh, for this summer and obviously a review is coming up after that and uh, we will uh, narrow down uh, further the plan for the games time transport. We're talking with uh, Masa Takaya who is the spokesman for Tokyo 2020 here on Around the Rings Radio. Test events are about to really get underway in Tokyo. You have dozens and dozens of them lined up uh, in the Ready, Set, Go series is what you're, what you're calling these test events. Um, what, uh, what are your expectations for these test events? Are they big events with spectators or are they events meant to really test the systems and, and the venues and, and plans for the sports? Right. Um, we are excited about uh, finally uh, starting the, uh, those series of uh, test events uh, from, from this summer. Um, actually, a, more than 50 test events are already scheduled, scheduled during the period from uh, this, uh, this June through uh, May next year. Um, some of the test events are uh, will be conducted by the international federations and national federations, such as um, judo, is uh, going to be hosted by the international federation. Uh, this will be the world championships in Tokyo in August. So those uh, those uh, large types of events, um, there will be a massive uh, attention by the general public and 
uh, will be uh, will be uh, absolutely excited about uh, seeing those uh, excitement to be built up through those test events. But in the meantime, uh, the rest of the uh, test events will be hosted by the Tokyo 2020 Organizing Committee. And for these test events, um, rather than uh, having a large volume of spectators uh, investing a, a lot of cost, um, we will uh, target the uh, test areas uh, for the uh, 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 for organizing the uh, most efficient uh, tests um, uh, on on these test events. So. Uh, while, once again, while we have uh, some of the major type of events hosted by the International Federation or National Federations, uh, we will conduct a uh, test events in the most efficient way. And by combining both together, uh, staff members of Tokyo 2020 will be able to finally have the uh, first-hand experience and we all know that uh, this will be absolutely, absolutely useful for the games delivery next year. So some events will be spectator events like the Judo World Championships coming up in a, in a, in a few months. Um, and others, you, you won't have spectators. Uh, you won't have crowd control and other logistic issues to handle. So uh, for the uh, test events hosted by the Tokyo 2020 Organizing Committee, uh, most of the events uh, may not have the uh, spectators. Once again, we want to concentrate on, on uh, key areas for the test. Um, we haven't been able to announce the further details. Uh, some might have spectators, but once again, it's important to conduct the test events in the most efficient way. Ticket sales have been launched. Uh, people in Japan, Japanese residents, can put in their orders for tickets. Uh, what's been the reaction of the public to to the sale of tickets? Yeah, this topic is another exciting item uh, during this year. Um, ticket uh, ticketing campaign is the the most important campaign uh, this year. So in that respect, we are very happy that we have just uh, launched the domestic ticket sales just last week. Um, actually, uh, a Thursday last week on May 9th, uh, we started receiving the uh, initial ticket application from the uh, domestic audiences. And so far, um, we observed more than 6 million uh, website access, and we also observed uh, more than 4 million user ID registrations. And this shows uh, massive excitement uh, being built up in Japan towards the games to be held next year. And the ticket application will be closed 28th of May. So uh, we want people to look forward to uh, seeing the outcome of the uh, lottery for the uh, for this 
uh, first wave of ticketing sales. Uh, we're hearing some complaints from outside Japan. People are telling us that around the rings that uh, ticket prices have not been disclosed by the authorized ticket resellers around the world who will be handling tickets for the Tokyo Olympics. Um, do you have any information about that? Why they why they don't have uh, complete complete prices for the tickets yet? I would say public ex- ex- expectations in overseas um, might might be very high already. Uh, that's a good news. In the meantime, um, the, the uh, authorized ticket resellers have been already informed their uh, ticket prices uh, for the Olympic Games, and uh, the, those authorized ticket resellers appointed by the NOCs uh, should be able to start uh, selling the tickets uh, after uh, uh, after Tokyo 2020 uh, released their um, their uh, the outcome of their uh, lottery result uh, on this of this uh, initial uh, ticketing applications. Uh, which is the mid-June. Uh, general public should be able to see the um, announcement around the uh, ticketing in overseas um, pretty soon in that, in that respect. The Torch Relay is being organized. That's a big undertaking in a, in a country like Japan. Um, it's, it's going to be a, uh, a huge operation. Um, what can you tell us about what needs to be decided? Anything that's uh, unusual coming up as far as the torch relay goes? Yeah, the uh, Olympic torch relay will uh, start uh, from 26th of March next year. Um, there will be a uh, 121 days of the uh, Olympic torch relay. Um, touring all 47 prefectures uh, across Japan. So finally, we'd be able to uh, convey the excitement of the games to the every corner of the, of the nation, which is something we are absolutely excited about. Um, before the grand start, the lighting ceremony will, uh, will take place uh, 12 of March. And then uh, handover ceremony will uh, take uh, will take place 19th of March, and then the Olympic frame will arrive in Japan uh, 20th of March next year uh, in Miyagi Prefecture, uh, a part of the affected area from the uh, earthquake and tsunami in 2011. Uh, even before the uh, grand start. As I said, scheduled on 26th of March, um, Tokyo 2020 is planning to uh, display the Olympic flame in these affected areas as a, a symbol of recovery. So we are hoping to uh, convey, we are hoping to uh, bring um, passion and energy and excitement uh, to these areas uh, through these um, unique initiative, which is actually the first time ever in the history of the Olympics. In the past uh, few weeks, there's been a, a change in the um, 
in 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 royalty in Japan. There's a new emperor. Uh, that means that he will be the one declaring open the games in July 2020. Is that correct? <laughs> Nothing has been confirmed on that. Uh, I think we want to uh, announce such the uh, key information at a appropriate time. And you started more than 10 years ago helping Tokyo get the Olympics again. Uh, very involved with uh, the past campaign and, and of course, uh, now organizing the Games. When you started all of this uh, many years ago, did you think this is what it would be like uh, now that it's coming reality that you're just a, a year away from opening ceremony of the games? Uh, yeah, it's a um, very uh, tough question to talk in a short time. I can talk about that for like two hours uh, <laughs> if, time is, if time is allowed. Um, you know, I, I started this job from 2007, um, working for the first bid and worked there for two years. And after that, uh, obviously we failed against Rio de Janeiro. And then uh, I also worked for the ITU, International Trials of Union, for about one year and a half. And, and after that, I came back to work for the uh, second beat. It's been a long, long journey, but I always, uh, I always um, thought that if the uh, games come to Tokyo, uh, the games will be absolutely uh, a in uh, the games will be a, a incredible party like never before. So the excitement is being built up, and I'm very pleased to see such the excitement uh, already prevailed um, among the uh, Japanese people. Of course, um, the uh, uh, this long journey uh, it has been not the easy one from time to time, particularly uh, in the comms job. But I'm also very excited about experiencing this journey and really excited about the games will be finally held uh, next year. Well, Masada Kaya, and we, we wish you the best of luck with, with everything in the next year to come. Masada Kaya is the chief spokesman for Tokyo 2020, and he uh, speaks to us today on Around the Rings Radio, just ahead of the next IOC Coordination Commission. Uh, Masada Kaya, you have the reputation of being one of the hardest working people in the Olympic movement, and Tokyo's success is certainly... Uh, a reflection of uh, of your work and the work of your colleagues. Uh, uh, good luck to you in the next year ahead. Thank you very much. I hope I can maintain that reputation. Uh, we will do my best. We'll, we'll always be a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, as we say, uh, good luck in this uh, in these final months to the games. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. For 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.